0: I'm Dr. Rod Rorick of Rorick Knows Podcast, helping you become a better you. With each episode, we talk about things around wellness, plastic surgery, education, and I am so honored today to have one of my amazing patients, probably one of my favorite revision rhinoplasty patients, Princess, with me today. Hi, Princess. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? That's great. So, I get a lot of questions about, you know, what is revision rhinoplasty, what is it like, And and. What do you have to do? And and I just saw Princess the other day, and it was three years. Hasn't it been three years yeah. since you ran up, your revision, a secondary one? So so Princess is from, she, you're from a native Texan, right? Yep. So tell me about you. Tell me, and first of all, I love your name. Thank well, how you. did your mom find that? <laughs> how did she say, this is a princess? I mean, everybody thinks that about their kid, especially their girls. so how did she come up with that?
1: absolutely so it's a funny story because everyone asks this oh, question okay, all the time okay. <laughs> so you are a million and one person to <laughs> okay, ask. Okay. but um anyway. audience
0: wants to know okay
1: <laughs> so actually i grew up uh, in a nigerian household so my heritage it's very common to have names like princess blessing mercy that sort of name okay. but um, my grandpa he actually was a ruler in this uh, village called ieekiti and he's been doing that for quite some time so my family actually has some royal blood um, wow. but the way it works is kind of complex is anytime the family member dies so like my grandpa the next family within that um, reign of um, it's kind of complicated but there's like a whole like system to where there's right. different families and that has a turn for to rule um anyway uh he uh, ended up um Having to pass that over to a different family. So, technically, that's not in our case right now, but um, he um, is the reason why that came up. And my mom, she likes to create things. She said, like, oh, she's my little princess, and then I have that's it. three younger siblings, I have a brother named Prince, another sister named Queen, and my youngest brother, Emmanuel, who was named after my grandpa, so oh, that's how that all came about. That's
0: awesome. That's <laughs> what, and you grew up in Dallas, right? Yep. Good. So tell me about, you know, the things, you know, we talked about a little bit in the intro about your nose, so tell me about how initially, you know, you grew up, you had this uh, congenital deformity of your nose, right? And then...
1: Yeah, so I grew up with a nasal defect, uh, just my face, um, my mid-face, my nose, it was all very sunken in and flat. Right, and we had to
0: show a little bit of that. That's how it was before, right? Yeah, Yeah.
1: so I just, I had no bridge and had breathing issues and my parents, they decided to take me to Children's Hospital for a consultation uh, to fix my nose because it got to the point where I was getting bullied a lot for it. A lot of kids called me flat nose and I just felt so insecure and sad. And when my parents realized, okay, this is something we need to address, that's well, when they took me to see Dr. Steve Byrd. And he- um,
0: who's was a rockstar congenital plastic surgeon. Yeah. He's actually one of my former partners. Yeah, you went to see him and-
1: Yeah, and uh, he did my surgery and I was nine years old at the time. So I'm still a little girl, just still growing and developing. And my nose looked great, it was awesome. And then just years later, I'm still growing and developing, I've noticed that my nose is starting to look a little more sunken in and I was starting to get the breathing issues again. And then it just took me so many months of research and just looking into a doctor's second opinion to see about getting it corrected. So part of it was aesthetic, but a big part of it was functional. I just wanted to improve my quality of life again. and that's pretty much how that came about and how I found you
0: and it was it really was February 2019 is when we did your you know we did a rhinoplasty and we did a rib graft on the top of her nose on the tip and softened it and you can see you know it was pretty like you said it had been, it had been pretty flattened and then we brought your bridge up with the rib graft and softened it and of course we'll show these and as well as here it was really foreshortened a lot and she had breathing problems yeah and in the, the bottom of her nose as well and so I mean it's you know I, I love that because it really is uh, a story of restoring function and of course, you know, enhancing your beauty, your, be- your, 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 your innate beauty as well. So, I mean, I think that's really the goal of revision rhinopos- and of rhinoplasty itself. And I think so. So what have you been doing? So the, I, I just saw you recently and I know you're moving. So, uh, so what, what are you doing now? What, how did that change your life and how to did- tell us about that?
1: so since having a surgery of course my confidence level has boosted and i started dating i've met the love of my life and we are just in the process now of moving to colorado together and this is a decision that we both felt this is right this is Something that it's a huge leap of faith, of course, but he's been so supportive throughout my journey and just being this new, confident person where I don't have to worry about the way I look, my nose, or anything like that. I'm like, you know what? Life is short. What the heck? Let's do it. And so I'm just in the process of preparing for that. I am also in the process of starting a new business. Um, I right now currently work as a clinical trainer for a medical device company. So we sell a lot of lasers, uh, just things to improve your personal appearance. And just already having that experience of improving my own personal experience and seeing how that really changes and impacts the person's life it just made sense for me to stay in this industry. And for me, as I travel to different states, just teaching people how to use their devices, I've come to where I want to create something where I'm doing something impactful and I get to help people feel more at ease and organized. So that's where my life is right now, just creating products and just working with mentors to make it a reality because the things that I've gone through in life and how just the surgery alone has shaped me, it makes me want to give back and do that for other people.
0: Well, wow, that's great. I mean... That is so phenomenal, and it's so rare. I mean, because first of all, I know you are a very positive person. I mean, so surgery didn't change that, and you're also a very giving person. Surgery didn't change that, but I think what it helped you is to give you more inner confidence, right? Of what, of what, and who you are. But I mean, you know, you're, you know, you're beautiful, and you've always been giving. I mean, but I think it's allowed you to kind of go to the next level, is that right? I mean, is that kind of what you're doing? And I think that's what I see and feel from you, is that?
1: Absolutely, and just surrounding myself with people like me that are positive. um, I've had in the past just friends that were very negative, very cynical, and then it just made me not want to do a lot of things in my life. I just, I'm not gonna say I was lazy, but I just wasn't motivated to do great things. And one of my biggest life models is do amazing things and I like to just use my energy and just my drive to help people feel that confidence that I feel because it's so, like life is so short and yeah. it's just, you want to live your life to the fullest and. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to hang out with
0: people like that. You know, I don't, I no. don't, you know, you don't want to hang out. I always say, you know, if I'm the smartest person in the room, I need to go to another room. And also if I'm in a room with a bunch of negativity, I, I'm out of that room, you know, I can <laughs> see, you know, they are life suckers. We don't like life suckers and you know, mm-hmm. you a happy positive person so that's great but you know and i think that's just kind of what's helped you blossom i mean you're you're amazing i mean you know look what you've done in the last several years it's unbelievable so what's next for you
1: so definitely i want to continue just using my social media platform to encourage people and help them feel their most happiest most positive version of themselves, so I am just in the process of just continuing to be more consistent with that, Uh, just um, being with family and just spending more quality time with them as well because I am moving and that's a little bit less face-to-face time, so I want to be more intentional about my time with people and just uh, giving them that uh, encouragement, just like, oh, like, you know, sometimes just calling someone and telling them, um, how are you doing, and just check it up on them. It just makes, those little things makes people's days, and um, I want to do more of that instead of just focusing on my own goals.
0: That's great. So, so what message do you have for, you know, people that have, you know, that have struggled, you know, with some things, you know, that are physical things like, you know, your nasal problem and deformity. So what message do you have for them? In, in finding a solution obviously you're a very positive person and and i think to me that's 85 percent of the deal you know don't you think i mean so what message what's your message to, that you want to impart to our uh listeners about about you and also what you've learned from your life experiences with your nose and how you are now
1: absolutely so consistency is key so just never give up just if something doesn't work, um, try something else, but don't put yourself in a place where if one idea doesn't work or one solution or just you've done your research and it's not working out, you don't ever wanna give up, you wanna keep on going, keep on trying, because eventually a door will open and you will find exactly what you're looking for.
0: Yeah, well that's very good, that's good. So, so. I you'll be back in Texas. I know you. Oh,
1: are, absolutely! I, <laughs> I gotta come back for my Texas barbecue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so okay. So what's your what's your plan the next three to five years, Princess? On where you want to be and and what you're moving and and just you know what's your what's your goals and.
1: My dream is hopefully to have a family one day. I want to raise like my little minion princesses and prints. <laughs> I love <laughs> and, that. <laughs> um. And that's pretty much it. I'm just at a point where I'm ready to settle, but I still want to do big things in life. But I also want to just feel more like, okay, I'm ready to settle somewhere and start a life and create amazing opportunities for other people. So whether that be being married or having children or just starting a big empire, Mm -hmm. I want to do it all.
0: Good. No, I love that. I love that. You know, it's, uh, you know, it's only, you know, we only well, one. It's not a dress rehearsal. So so, what do you think, you know, uh, your revision rhinoplasty has done? I mean, I know it's done a lot for your confidence and things like that. And and, and what else has it done? And what, what could you impart to people when they're looking at themselves and they've had, you know, uh, probably a botched surgery or this certainly was just a congenital thing but but a surgery that didn't go well and how do you give them the energy and the focus to find the right person for them and how what do you do what do you what do you say to your inner self that you want to share
1: so it's interesting because since having my surgery i've had just strangers reach out to me through Instagram like people I've never met before and they've seen um, pictures and videos from your website and somehow they found me through you and they reached out and say oh can you tell me about your experience Um, I've had a bad experience at so and so place and so for me just encouraging them that look um, when it comes to finding the perfect surgeon or someone that could help you, the first thing you want to look for is someone that can make you feel like you and uh, someone that makes you feel like what you're about to get done is gonna look natural on your face, but also just someone that makes you feel comfortable. So bedside manner is a huge thing for me. You can go to the greatest surgeon in the world, but if he's a meanie, then (laughs) your experience is just kind of shot down. So I think just going with someone that fits your personality needs um, is really, really important. And um, once you find that person, the rest of the process is very smooth sailing.
0: Yeah, that's, that's good advice. I mean, obviously, there's no perfect surgeon, no perfect surgery, but, you know, I think you're right, and I talk about this a lot, is that you have to find someone that actually is compatible with your goals, and, you know, your surgery's never going to be perfect. It's going to be better, and but you do have to, you know, I always tell, you know, I tell my patients, and I'll tell, you know, I said, I have to like a patient, you know, to do to operate on him, because, you know, like, God, we've known each other for three years, mm-hmm. and the, the recovery, and you know it's not just you know a gravy train it it's a lot of work and energy there's some discomfort and you know it's real surgery you know so right i mean tell us about your surgical experience i mean i know uh, with us three years ago you know
1: yeah so just going into having this revision rhinoplasty of course i was nervous i didn't know what to expect i knew that i was under good hands but just What to expect after surgery, that's something that was very daunting to me. But honestly, it really wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. It was more discomfort than it was pain. Mm -hmm. And just being on the right medication and having just your nurses, your even you as a resource to reach out to if I ever have questions was very comforting. And having my family nearby was very helpful too. Felt like because of the support that I had, the recovery went by better than it could have. So for me, just having people that are loving and supporting that made a huge difference with my experience.
0: Yeah, no, no, I agree. And you know, and, you know, revision rhinoplasty is so much different than primary rhinoplasty because you know you. You're going in and there's lots of, you know, scar tissue and there's lots of different things that can go right and maybe not go right Mm -hmm. because of all all the things that are there and the things you have to reform and remake. It's kind of like going in and rebuilding a house that's already been built. So, I mean, it's a lot more complicated. And, of course, the results can be... You know, not as not as promising. But I mean, of course, you look amazing. And, Thank you. You, you know, I look amazing, but you actually you breathe. I think that really makes my day when Vision says, "Well, I look, I like my result, but I also love how I breathe." <laughs> I mean, you know, when you see me, I think I think that really makes my day because, you know, sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. But I mean, you know, nobody's perfect. But I mean, it's it's pretty quite amazing. So, so what advice do you have to your younger self about? today in your future that you'd think you would do different in your life?
1: So when I was younger I was very shy and I always said no to opportunities but I tell myself now that you know what just be a yes girl if someone says hey do you want to go out and get some dinner with me say yes like just say yes to everything. Um, and of course, use your discernment. So <laughs> Don't if, say it's quite Yeah, everywhere. so if someone's offering <laughs> yeah. you, like, a legal activity, say no. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: but I know what you mean. I mean, be more positive and outgoing. Yeah, you're, uh, you're be more open. Right, yeah, open to new things and new ideas and things. Yeah, I mean, that's a good thing. I, I really do. I think it's good to explore new things as long as you're things that are in your scope of what you want to do, right? Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's good. So, no, I think uh, I think that's... a. You have incredible uh, spirit and a great advice for us on, not only just you know as an individual, but also on your amazing transformation in, in, in uh, rhinoplasty. I mean, every time I see you, you're just, you're happier, you're, you know, and I love that, because I can just feel your energy in that. I, I, that's fantastic, so. So I always tell people, so what questions do you have for me about your surgery or anything else, you know? Uh, I won't regret it, so you want
1: to... Yeah, <laughs> so. so this question has been pondering in my head, but I wonder how you got into plastic surgery because, of course, you make such an influence in the Dallas market, but just you also make this huge influence in the plastic surgery community, and I just wonder, is this something you've always wanted to do? Because you've impacted my life so much, and it's I just wonder, like, is this is something you've always wanted to do.
0: Well, you know, I love what I do, you know, and, and you do what you love. And, uh, you know, I grew up on a ranch in North Dakota, I don't know if you knew that, and uh, so I I actually love science, and that's how I ended up being a doctor, and then I, I went to Houston, I went to medical school there, and I just happened to gravitate to a mentor who was a really fantastic plastic surgeon. Actually, he was a congenital plastic surgeon, much like Dr. Bird, and, you know, he said, I want to do what he does and that's when I went to Michigan and Harvard and Oxford and basically came up to Dallas because you know I love giving back I love teaching and I love doing and you know that's the artistry of plastic surgery you know it's the art and science and of course rhinoplasty is the hardest thing we do in all of plastic surgery so I gravitated towards that and I, and so I do that every day and you know all the rest just kind of comes you know by saying I probably said yes way too many times in my life but you know loving what you do and then you know you're teaching others and you know opportunities come when you're prepared to meet them and I think that's really a very important thing to do so the opportunity was there and I seized the moment and you know I think it's like anything else in life you know um, good things happen you know. When you are prepared, and just like for you, you're going to have a phenomenal time, you know, in your new, your new occupation. I know you all. I know you all. I know. I can feel it. I can. I know it's going to happen. But you have to come back and see me in a year. Of okay. course, that's very important. <laughs> so, but I think, you know, I think what uh, you know, Princess exemplifies is that spirit of can do and that spirit of I, I want to have it happen. I, I will make it better. And uh, thank goodness your your parents took you to see Dr. Bird and you were, uh, uh, you know, a kid and they, they helped you and uh, you were guided then to other things in life. And I think that's... You know everything has a reason you know in a season to happen and i think you know that's the thing that's uh, happened for you and i think this is your incredible next pathway your next horizon don't you think
1: i completely agree with that and if there's anything else i want to add is just to never settle in life and just go for the best that you can possibly go for and just don't give up like just live your life to the fullest right. and right right
0: that yeah, I agree. I agree. I totally agree. So, so I want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule and to really bury your heart for, uh, for you know what you really think about not only your nose but also your life and how it's been transformed. And, and I think you know the most important thing is people. Uh, you know the nose is always attached to an individual, and I try and make sure I understand that individual before I do their nose and that's why it's been such an amazing journey and a pleasure to have you as my patient. And I never say goodbye to my nice patients. so <laughs> have a great, great time, and I know I'll, I'll see your incredible progress on social media and beyond, so thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Been,
0: it's a pleasure having you. All right.